So we're recording. Is that recording? We're ready to go. So, how did you end up here? You're listening to Blank on Blank, where lost interviews come to life. Presented by the Public Radio Exchange, PRX.org. I'm David Gerlach. Now, some months back, I sat down with Peter Straub. He's a novelist that works in some of the darkest, bloodiest realms of horror fiction. He sold millions of books, and after I pressed record, I thought we'd get into his secrets to co-writing two books with Stephen King, or maybe how he comes up with his stories in the first place. But instead, he dropped a detail of a guilty pleasure, a key to his writing ritual that ends with him playing a retired blind cop. I'll get to my desk like 11 o'clock. I'll do email and work until about 1.32 because at 2 is the holy hour when I must watch One Life Live. All right, good. Now we just have to convince everybody else that this wedding is for real because if we don't, they're going to become very suspicious and that could lead Herb and Ed to asking a lot of questions. My soap. I started watching soap operas because my daughter, who watched all my children, went to camp and she asked me if I would watch all my children for her and then tell her what happened. So I sat there. I didn't know who anybody was, so I just made stuff up. I I knew there was a character named Erica Kane, so I described Erica Kane going into a jewelry store and killing the clerk and stashing his body behind the counter. Gee, to manage your public relations. Oh, and I thought your specialty was private relations. Erica. With other people's husbands. The name but after about three or four weeks, I knew everybody on the program, and I was, I was hooked. So then I just wrote them a long, serious analysis of what was going on, description of what was happening, <laughs> and all my children. When she came back from camp, she said, Daddy, you're crazy. But that, but then we watch it together. Years went by. I began falling asleep in the middle of all my children and waking up in the middle of One Life to Live. And eventually I realized that to me anyhow, One Life to Live at that time was a much more interesting program. So I stopped watching all my children and I started watching One Life. Now that was in the 1980s, and nearly 20 years later, hundreds, probably thousands of episodes later, Straub's wife surprised him for his 60th birthday. With an exclusive behind-the-scenes tour of the One Life to Live set, Straub was thrilled, and during the tour he handed out some signed copies of his books that he brought along, and he struck up a conversation with a huge fan of his work, a guy named Lieutenant John McBain and real-life actor Michael Easton. They soon became good friends, and one night they got to talking about another well-known writer who also loved One Life, and who even appeared on the show as an extra. But the thing was, he wouldn't say any lines. So I said to Michael that I would say lines, and he looked at me in astonishment and uh, inquired as to whether or not I was really serious about being willing to be on this program. I said, of course I'm willing. I'd love to be on your program. What do you meet this kid, Liam? Liam? Yeah. Your father would have loved that name. Uh-huh. Can you see anything? His name is Pete Broust. Come into this world without leaving a little mark on him somewhere. Pete Broust is a retired blind cop. We learned he's blind in the middle of the scene. <laughs> When he stands up and we discover he's holding a white cane. 
the whole point is I'm blind, so I hear extremely well. I hear nuances, and I can tell what John is really saying when he's not saying it. Sounds a little like me and Natalie. There you are. Finally, I hear some happiness. Was it difficult playing a blind man, and do you experience that before? No, but it's, it's not too hard to figure out the rules. That is, there is one thing I always do, which no real blind person ever does. It's when I tap my cane, I look at the cane. <laughs> real blind guys have their head, heads pointed up when they tap. Do people see you now? Anyone notice you from the show? Not a single blessed person has ever <laughs> come up to me and said, hey, you're that guy on One Life to Live. But it's still fun to think that in this kind of silly way, I reach millions more people than I will ever reach through writing books. I mean, I don't do much once I have them in front of me, but uh, they're, they're sitting there watching anyhow. Cause we only have one to live. That's horror novelist Peter Straub talking about how he became addicted to the long-running soap opera One Life to Live. Now, ABC is set to end the show's run in early 2012 after decades, though it is expected to find a new life online. Thanks to Eric Menel and Dave McGuire for producing this interview. Jeffrey Allen Jones brought us our sound logo. And check out blankonblank.org for more lost interviews you can't hear anywhere else. Blank on Blank is presented by the Public Radio Exchange, prx.org. That's all for now. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening.